Hello and welcome to Three Men and a Big Baby, your new weekly podcast in which four friends say the biggest bugbears, gripes and grievances from the last seven days. Each one of us will have the chance to get the gremlin from our chest before we vote to find out which three are thoroughly justified in their frustrations and find out who has been voted as this week's big baby. And of course, there'll be an opportunity for you to share your stresses with us too. So, on with the show! You know what oh, I don't I hate like? That. Oh, oh, yeah, I hate don't that. really like that. gets on my oh, nerves. You know so really annoying. Gets on my oh, nerves. yeah, I don't like that. Stop being a big baby. Hello, and welcome to Three Men and a Big Baby. Hey. Episode 28. 28? 28. 28. Wow. wow. Here's something I just thought of while the Go intro on. was playing. Um, three Men and a Big Baby advent calendar. And you just listen to one every day in December. But we're, it's too late now because we've got 28, not 25. Yeah, but, yeah, but you could do that with anything, couldn't you? An episode yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you I, thought you, I thought you meant like an actual branded advent calendar. Three Men and a Big Baby. And our, under every window was just something horrible. <laughs> <laughs> something we hate just something really annoying under each one that would be bad. really good but that would make all the stuff you get at Christmas seem extra good you know because you go wow this well, is there could always be a Christmas Day episode and on Christmas Day you get all the things that have had zero votes hmm oh yeah could be expensive right are we making it or yeah but we're selling it oh yeah true yeah I don't know all right. just like to think about <laughs> <laughs> we've got a few months Three well, minutes only... maybe merch, like hats and just hats and stuff. And there is only three men today because Ed's not here. He's off being a big baby. <laughs> Ed O'Ball's not here. He's getting some help for something weird on his body. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He's just working. So it's just us three today. So if that's going to be a problem, switch over to my dad wrote a porno or. <laughs> no such thing as a fish or some other podcast. Was it? It wasn't Big Baby, was it? Last week, I was Big Baby, I think. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a, a very difficult vote this week with just two votes going out. Well, we'll do three votes. Yeah, we will have to do the. Th- yeah, I'll get. A, yeah, if we just do th- all of us vote, and we all just agree to vote for Ed, then Ed can be Big Baby for next week. All right, perfect. <laughs> I did think, um, after you reached Big Baby Double Figures, I did think it was a very elaborate ruse from Ed to avoid being Big Baby Double Figures this week. <laughs> Just not turn up at all. Couldn't hack it. Couldn't it's stand the pressure, part. could he? So. Yeah, well, that's, well, yeah it... that's a bit unfair, really, because he also missed squidge pennies as well. So, even though you're a double figure, I suspect Ed probably would be even higher than you if you actually yeah. turned up for most of these episodes. Yeah, my, ep- my episode to big baby ratio is less than his. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but yeah. So after we've done the league table, we should also have to do like the handicapped league table as well. <laughs> mm. Just to find out a pure, a pure mm. big baby per episode ratio. Yeah. Appearance adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got a good thing. I think I've got a good thing. It's something that I absolutely hate. You said that so last week. I did say I say that most weeks, but <laughs> I listened back to so, that. And the first few things she said in that episode was, "I hope everyone's ready because my thing is so good this week." Like you're really boasted about it. Worst yeah, I just uh, it was something I felt strongly about. Um, something I was yeah. Well, I suppose more dis- just disappointed was probably the the way to describe yeah. last week. 
um, or the thing that I described last week. But this one is actually something that I find physically repulsive, um, much like the IKEA meatballs, actually. Um, but I'm just hoping that one of you finds it repulsive too, at least one of you, if not both. Um, and this, my thing this week is things that form a skin over time, <laughs> or it's not simple. Like, yeah, it's the, it's the things that form a skin, but also the skin that forms. So I'm talking gravies, um, custard, like oil-based paint. Do you know what I mean? Like if you leave it for a while and it grows that skin, I find that if I have to stir that skin, I have to physically stop myself from being sick into it. It absolutely disgusts me. Um, I just find it horrible. I had to do some painting recently and I used like an oil-based paint and like sealed it up, thought I'd sealed it up fairly well, came back to it a couple of weeks later and um, it was just revolting. It's absolutely disgusting. I hate it so much. I, yeah. I really like mixing up paint when it's not oil-based. But I do agree with you when you have to get the lumps out of the oil-based one. I don't know if it's... I don't think it's disgusting like you think it's disgusting, but it is annoying. It's certainly annoying, but I, yeah, I actually just find it really gross and really makes you feel. And like gravy, because some people like it, they don't they? Some people like eat the, like, not obviously with oil-based paint, but with um, <laughs> like gravy and custard and stuff. People actually like, like there's people out there who will eat that. Um, and you just never know when you're standing next to one. Would you <laughs> count, um, you know, when you get a glass bottle of milk and it turns to cream at the top? Does that count? Mm, I've never really had that. We do have glass bottles of milk, but they usually, they don't last very long. So I've I never actually you, had that. You get them in too early, Dan, if you want to leave them on the doorstep for a few more hours to get warm, and that's when they get really <laughs> tasty on the top. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd like that, to be honest. Um, so, you know, I actually tried to do some research to find, I say research, I googled things that form a skin. Um, it's actually quite hard. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually quite hard to find like other examples. But the ones that I know of, um, yeah, obviously gravy, oil-based paint, custard. Um, it's just gross. Yeah, like I say, if it's like normal paint, you can just stir it in and it sort of disappears. But even just doing that with like gravy or uh, it just makes my skin skin crawl. I just uh, don't when like I, it at all. When I used to uh, work at uh, sort of a, an old people's home. They used to only exclusively pretty much eat foods that would form a skin on. Uh, so like when it would come to, it was always gravy, like, yeah, oh. like rice puddings, custard, uh, like anything. And they would fight. I mean, they had dementia. So, I mean, it's not a great uh, yardstick really to measure anything by, but um, they used to fight over the skin. Like I want the oh. rice they wanted it, you know, and they really wanted the, the crusty skin. I think you reach a certain age in your life and stuff with corn flour in is really like, that's the base of your diet, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I just want the skin. Disgusting. Yeah, I agree with you, Dan. I, I can't even look at it. And having it no, when I'm serving it up, like yeah. having to oh, spoon it off the top, it's disgusting. Yeah. I don't like um, shepherd's pie, cottage pie, fish pie, or anything that's got mashed potato on the top that goes in the oven. Because I don't like that skin that turns up on the top of the mashed potato when it's been in the oven. Oh, that's not skin, mm. No, 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 no. That's the, the mashed potato crusting up. That's not a skin like a skin. No, that's not, it's not crust. No, it's not. It's absolutely not crust. It's got the consistency of leather. You've got to like, take off the oh. potato leather to get to the pie. No, that's like a fine crust. I, I think what Dan's on about is like a, it is almost skin. Like it is like human skin. It's you like kind of like, all, yeah. yeah. Your skin shouldn't be all globulous like that, Joe. <laughs> like you pick it up, it shouldn't fall between your fingers. 
No, but that skin wouldn't. That skin that Dan's on about wouldn't. Like the skin on a custard wouldn't fall through. You could pick that up, like as a dish. If your custard's got to the point that (laughs) the skin's gone hard, you shouldn't be eating the custard underneath the skin. Surely, it's just what happens to it. Same as gravy. Like if you if you have gravy and then say you left the gravy, uh, whatever you want to call it, like uh, yeah, in the kitchen. You've had your dinner and then you come back to do the kitchen. You finish. You've taken the plates in. The gravy on that, you, I reckon you could take out of there and it would retain the shape of the you think? shape it was in. I like that you like, keep flapping Not around. Like, <laughs> I'd like to see you do that with some gravy. <laughs> yeah. um, but it definitely happened with this enamel paint I was using. It was just, um, not enamel paint, um, like oil-based paint. It was honestly horrible. And um, yeah, like I say, you can't stir it in. So I know you're supposed to like lift it out, but I just pushed it further down into the bottom <laughs> of the paint and just did it, worked off the top because it was gross. Um, it's horrible. It honestly actually physically makes me feel sick when I think about it. Yeah, I'm I, can't... Gonna, I think we're going to spend quite a lot of time over the next few days just trying to think of more stuff that gets the skin on it. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. That maybe I was thinking maybe I had to, in order to strengthen the gripe, I thought, oh, maybe I need to think of a few more examples, you know, so it's just not a niche couple of things. But um, I feel like, yeah, the things, there's three that I can think of anyway, which are gross. Um, and... Yeah, I just know. But I'm sure there are people out there who like it. Like I say, there's people who would eat that. Like, we eat the skin off a of gravy and they, oh yeah, they get really excited about it. Not me. No, that's not good. You shouldn't be eating that. No. No. Definitely not. It's not for, it's not for, I'm trying to Google more down, but it's actually the information's not out there. You need to put it out there, mate. <laughs> Definitely, I couldn't actually, yeah, I couldn't actually find, like, I put in there things that, grow a skin and then I got a lot of results saying things that grow on skin which I just didn't just <laughs> shut down search history though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I was trying to I was trying to help Ed out when he... <laughs> 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 um no so um yeah that's really is I mean I don't know how much more I can go into that really other than I'm glad that you two feel the same anyway at least um and if there's anyone out there listening that does like it please explain to me why on god's earth you do because it's horrible. I think um, your duty as somebody who uses the internet is like, now you've found a niche that's not on there, you by law has to create a Wikipedia article for it, I think. Mm. Things that grow a skin. A Wikipedia article. Skin. Yeah, that is yeah, good internet. Um, Maintenance. Or, Housekeeping. Um, a good member of the internet society. If you want to behave well on the internet, then you have to, this, by law, you have to create this Wikipedia article. Now. Yeah. And that would actually probably, um, that would probably make up for the time that we edited um, Red and FC's player page to show that I was the, one of their players <laughs> in the squad. <laughs> yeah. For a couple, and that was there for a couple of hours. So that would make up for that probably, actually. That was on deadline day as well. So it was like, yeah, someone was trying to keep that up to date. And <laughs> we just ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's my thing. Um, and uh, I've actually I've, so I've got started keeping a list of things now so I've got like four or five but that was the one that I looked at and I thought no that's the one I'm going with today and yeah hopefully you guys agree and everyone out there agrees with me things that form a skin yeah I'm not arguing for that no way I think that's quite strong yeah thank you shame, shame that it's not here this week really because it means looking like either me or you Joe going to be the yeah. loser this week I'm just trying to think whether Ed would like that I don't think he would. No, I don't think Edward. He's quite a food guy, isn't he? I don't think he'd eat something with this guy. He says he is, but then he says some unusual things sometimes about <laughs> food, and it makes me wonder. Um, yeah, I don't think he would like that. So, yeah, have you got a good gripe? 
Well, it's my gripe something that annoyed me a lot yesterday. Oh. Whether you think it will annoy you too, I guess is the is the question. I was good. well, what I was going to go with today, I think I'm going to have to just jig over because I think I've got a better one. The one I had was quite oh, wow. it was funnier, but I think I've got one that's more severe. So <laughs> now I'll take it up a gear. <laughs> Strategic griping. Yeah, <laughs> I'm worried. <laughs> so who's going then? Who's going next? Because uh, we'll do well one more and then do emails and then one more the last one. good news. Yeah. Yeah, all right, we'll do it that way then. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't mind going if you want. Go on then, turn on what I'm up against. All right, here we go. And then you can choose which gripe you want to go up against. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> um, my gripe this week is how complicated the process is of getting new windscreen wipers onto your car. I need oh. new windscreen wipers, right? Or well, they weren't actually for me, they were for Emily. This wasn't even a hassle that I needed. <laughs> so she needed windscreen wipers, and months and months ago, uh, we went to Halfords. Um, because I went on the website and had a look. There are, on the Halfords website, if you look at windscreen wipers, there are 20 pages, each with 40 different windscreen wipers. There are 800 different types of windscreen wipers on the Halfords website. So the only way I know of to get the right ones is to go to the shop and get, you know, that flicky book that's on the shelf, and you like flick through and find the right car. But then even when you get to that, you have to then get the right year and then the right make in that year. And it's not a car that I have, like it's, it's her car. So I don't really know what the car is. <laughs> I managed to find what I thought were the right windscreen wipers, bought them home. They hung around for a couple of months. And then yesterday, I went to put them on the car. So I've already been through the hassle of trying to find the right windscreen wipers out of 800 different types for her car. Went to put them on yesterday, and they come with four different plastic clips on them. And no explanation of which one is the one I'm supposed to be using to attach them to the car. It was clip number two out of the four that I tried. In the end, but I only, only tried one wrong one and then got it. But well, if they just put a booklet in there and said, if you've got this car, it's this clip, this car, this clip, good to go. Or just something to help. I don't know, it just felt like the, the process could be streamlined. I had to, um, yeah, change mine recently because I was washing my car and um, I was putting the windscreen wipers up and instead of like doing the sensible thing and doing one on one side and then walking around to the other, I sort of was just like leaning across, trying to do them both from one side and I broke it, long story short. Um, and yeah, I had exactly the same same thing. The only thing I would say is there is like you can put the license plate thing in, um, so you don't have to worry too much. You just like, if you go into like Halfords, they have a little iPad thing, and you just put your license plate number in, and they'll tell you the ones, the supposed like pack that you need. But oh, you're yeah. right that even like what I found annoying was even so that bit did wasn't too complicated, but I got the pack, and then yeah, you open it up and there's four different types. And I'm still, honestly, I've been driving around with them for a few months. I'm still not sure that they're not going to fly <laughs> off any, at any minute now. Um, yeah, it's ridiculously complicated. Like, why is there four? Yeah, I, yeah, so many. I don't think I've ever um, opened the pack and any of the clips that come with it be the same as the one that I've taken off my car as well. They're always new shapes. They're changing them, yeah. They must change them, like, every two years. Because yeah. I had exactly the same thing. It's like, I, yeah, I just don't understand it. It was just... I mean, they've stayed on, but I really am. Every time it rains, I'm worried they're going to come flying off. <laughs> but yeah. So there you go. It, it annoyed me. I'm sure he doesn't use um, wing screen wipers anyway. He just puts his hand out the window. Hand out sponge. Like, yeah. You've got that cloth <laughs> on you, yeah. You just keep it in the door. Just in case, yeah. No, I've actually, I've probably changed more window wipers in my life than I, sh than I needed to have. <laughs> I have to do all the van, like all the vans at work, and in my own cars. 
cars that I've like my own fleet of things. <laughs> no, I just the cars that I have owned, I've had to change one. So I've actually had quite a lot of different makes and models of window windscreen wipers to change. That is baffling. Yeah. What's it all about? I, I, I understand that there's a lot of windscreen shapes in different cars, different sizes, but you'd think the clip could be uniform for a starter, couldn't it? Like yeah, every car could be the same. Some of them, but like the newer ones are just like a flexible bit of rubber as well. It's not because a lot of the old ones I used to have well, like that plastic thing with like a frame that had all like extra bits of metal and stuff in there. But the, like the more recent ones I've had are just like a bent bit of rubber, which surely will fit to more than one windscreen shape. And then why, if you've got a different model of the same year of a car, why are they all different clips and different, I don't know, just bunkers? Mm. I suppose it's why? probably a legal thing. Like the, it's got a clear a percentage of the rain off. Do you know what I mean? So even if it's just two mil shorter on a Fiesta than it would be on a Focus. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, that's true. By, by league law, they probably say this has to clear 98% of the windscreen. And I reckon that, that triangle of dirt at the top's got to be smaller yeah. than a certain amount or something. Hmm. But no, I had it. Yeah, I was like really struggling and I thought, um, oh, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just being stupid. I can't figure it out. So like Caroline came out and tried to help me do it. We both couldn't figure it out. We then went to my parents' house and my dad came out, he couldn't figure it out. Then my mum came out, she couldn't figure it out. And in the end, I just had to bodge it the way that I thought it was. So it's not just me. It was, we had four people thinking about it and still it was just ridiculously complicated. But I tell you, if you're not bothered about, um, I'm not personally, it's not something I, I'm worried about, but I know some people are. If you can just swallow your pride and just go to Halfords and say, can you put these on for me? They'll, they will do it. Yeah, true. But Is I know. Free? Yeah. But some people wow. won't do it. They go, oh, I'm not having fucking Halfords put on a wind. I can change the windscreen one. <laughs> Yeah, they could do it for me. So. I insist on doing it. I get, I put my tool belt on. I take my top off. I just go out there, wolf, wolf whistling around. <laughs> I no, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think, of course, it myself. I set up a mirror. <laughs> I take my top off. I think they did um, offer when I was there, but I think they do. I think they do charge. I think there's like a five pound fitting charge. And I no just, way, mate. I think so. Well, I think so because them a little bit. You'll get. You'll get that. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, you'll get them free. Because I remember thinking, no, no way am I paying a fiver, I'll figure this out. And as soon as I got out into the car park, I realised I'd made a mistake. Um, but it was, by that point, it was just more embarrassing to go back in. That guy, imagine being the guy that fits them. Like, he must be so good at Chinese puzzles and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the interview. Sudoku's. Also, here's another argument I just thought of. How wasteful is it that they do three other clips that you're not going to use and go straight mm. to the yeah, I did think that as well. They do just go straight up and straight down because you're never going to use them. You can't use them. But. No, there's no point in keeping that. Could upcycle it, turn it into something else. Finger yes, bob or something. Yeah, little ne necklace or something. Like that. <laughs> Put it on the front yeah. of a paper aeroplane. <laughs> nice nose cone or something. That's just a few ideas. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys mind waiting there while I go out to the dust and get all my <laughs> get all my plastic bits back out? Yeah, yeah. probably actually quite a bit. I mean, that was just. It was just brainstorming for five seconds. We came up with a few ideas there. So, you know. They're keeping, I guess. <laughs> well, they um, must be buying the clips. So if you kept enough of clip type B, you could actually start selling it back <laughs> to the screen manufacturers. Now I think about it, though, I, did th I, threw, I think I threw two away. I used one, I threw two away, and then I, I think I did actually keep a third, sorry, the fourth one, just because I'm still not 100% sure that it's still right. At some point, <laughs> you're going to swap it out. Yeah, but yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Well, it is very, very annoying. Can't they make them out of something non-perishable, like as well, like just proper vulcanized rubber? Do you know what I mean? So you don't ever have to replace them. They're just like. I don't, I don't know. I think 
they could make them out of whatever they want, but the second I go out there when it's icy and accidentally leave my wipers on when I get in the car, just tears all the rubber off them. I don't yeah, they, can, they can't solve that problem for me. It's a good baby, thing. Baby. Do you think Ed so, would be good at window wipers? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Ed's got wooden windscreen wipers. I reckon he makes them himself. Yeah, so he's made everything else. He'll use that nail gun that he's got to put them onto the car. Brad Nails. That's his, that's his nickname when he's doing his carpentry. Brad Nails. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Joe, has that changed your... Have you changed your mind on what your thing's going to be? I'm, I'm still going to go with my more serious thing. I uh, don't know if it's going to be voted for. I think... I can't see why you guys... I can't see any reason for arguing for it. So we'll have to see. And then... God, it's going to be a hard vote, I think. If my thing's as good as I hopefully think it is. Hmm. Well, should we do um, emails with Will, Will Mel C and then we'll hear it? Email. Email. It's nice it's hearing. It's sad. Nice and sad hearing head hearing head's voice when he's not here. At least he gets a little bit. At least, at least he gets to have, take part, even though he's not here. Yeah. It's nice. That means that if, if ever one of us can't make it one week, we have to re-record all the jingles but with our voices instead. <laughs> Not me. But, yeah, one of you two bucks, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. The intro. Yeah. Um, we have got an email this week. Uh, uh, so another... <laughs> uh, well, it could be from a fan, I guess. I'll read it and I'll let you decide whether it's from a fan. Um, it's from Mr. Zerbo Yamiogo. Uh, subject, dear friend. The email reads, dear friend, greetings. How are you with your family today? I hope both of you are in good health. Decently, I know that this message might meet you in utmost surprise, as we never know each other before. I am Mr. Zerbo Yamiego, a banker by profession. I need your urgent assist in transferring the sum of 10.5 million US dollars into your account. It is 100% risk-free. And under this achievement, you're entitled to receive 40% of the total cash. More details will be sent to you on confirmation of your interest. Regards, Mr. Zerbo Yamiego. I feel like um, that, you know, with AI technology and just like, like this scam's been around for a while now, I feel like they could have got the spelling and the grammar right. Or do you think they purposely make the spelling and the grammar wrong? in order to make you think, oh, maybe, it, maybe it's real. Maybe this is just someone who actually can't speak English and is trying to communicate with us. The thing that's the most confusing about it isn't the fact that the grammar's wrong. It's like, just randomly halfway through sentences, I don't, I'll try and hold it up so you can see it. Random, oh, yeah, yeah. Halfway between sentences, it just goes on to a new line, like it's a new paragraph. Yeah, that's, just like a poem. that's like a design choice, that. <laughs> Do you think I should read it more like a poem and it'll suddenly make more sense? You've, completely, you've butchered the stanza. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Zerbo. I should have, should have done a better job of that. Well, are we going for it or not, then? I'm going boning a big baby. If I, if I were to trust somebody with the transfer of 10.5 million US dollars, I would trust us. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, he's onto something, I think. And it's 100% risk-free, so... Yeah. Like premium, like premium bombs or premium bombs or something like that. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Give a little face. They're not, <laughs> spot, they're not going to sponsor you if you mention a premium. <laughs> oh, I actually won 50 quid on premium bonds the other day. Did you really? I did, honestly, yeah. 
first I've done like I have had them for a couple of months now and my third I think it's my third draw or second draw. Just won fifty quid. Cool. Congratulations. What are you gonna do with it? Buy more premium bonds? Yeah, just reinvest it in premium bonds. <laughs> Um, I've just worked out what forty uh, percent of ten point five million US dollars is, and it's four million one hundred sixty thousand US dollars. So, million each. Well, not Fred; he's not here. So, yeah, million and a million and a third each. We'll give him the hundred sixty grand. Yeah. yeah. To help towards the um, treatment of his fungus. Yes. The operation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'll, I'll change. I'll change my vote then to not a big baby. Yeah, for it. <laughs> 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 all right, I guess I'll vote not big baby. I feel bad because of all the people that email him legit and we have a go at them and call them big baby. But all right, <laughs> Dr. Zerva Yamiego, not big baby. Um, is that it? That's the email, is it? That's it. I'd be, I'd love to know how we've ended up on this list. Either Simon Cowell's giving away the Britain's Got Talent email addresses to all these weird scams. Or I don't know, some, one of these people's listens to the podcast and bothered to write the email address down, put it in their scam machine. <laughs> well, I don't know. We had did have last week. We had a listener from Senegal. Mm. Just wow. think, someone in Dakar listening to this show. Mm. Why, why, when Dakar. I mention scams, do you automatically assume that they're the one from Senegal that was that person? Well, you said. <laughs> you said. <laughs> could, you could said any of our UK listeners. Yeah, the UK listeners are some of the worst. I don't know if you keep signing us up to these guitar lessons, but it's really frustrating <laughs> me. Um, no, I was just letting you know we've had a, list, a listener from Senegal. Interesting. Oh, sorry. Yeah, on an unrelated note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm with you. Have don't we had turn on listens? me, because Ed's not here. Don't turn on me for the in- culturally just, insensitive one. It just sounded <laughs> like those two things were linked, was all. Unlinked. No, no, it's because he has an African-sounding name. That's all I thought, and then it just reminded me that we were lucky enough to have a wonderful listener from Senegal last week. Yeah. Welcome back. Nice well, we haven't now. They've fucked up. As soon as they've gone, <laughs> so that's it. How many countries are we up to now? I don't know, quite a few. Our Jamaican listeners still there. Really? Yeah, and Portugal. I don't know who's listening in Portugal or Jamaica, but we keep coming back. If you are, email us. We'll get you off the show. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but well, we're looking for a fourth host, so... <laughs> and you write jingles and then come aboard yeah alright well if they, someone if what if a real listener wants to get in touch if you're a real listener or I guess if you just want to try out your scam machine see if it's working <laughs> remen and a big baby all words at outlook.com maybe that's the problem maybe people are emailing the email address three men and a big baby all words three men and a big baby at outlook.com all words above the dot yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that clear enough? I think if they can't figure it out, I don't want to hear from them. All right. Yeah. Well, Doctor Zerbo Yamiego figured it out, and he doesn't know what paragraphs are. So I keep saying Doctor, Mister, Mister. <laughs> I thought he was a professor. Doctor was a professor as well, wasn't he? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I've, read, I've read so many scam emails, I can't remember which ones which anymore. All right, very good, very, very good. Thank you, emailer. Hopefully next week we'll have some gripes. Mm. Yeah. All right. I, I, do, I, I don't mind people emailing their scams as long as they come with a scam and a gripe. Yeah. It's give yeah. and take. Yeah, if you want us to transfer $10.5 million, the least you could do is <laughs> provide a gripe for us to talk about. 
Yeah, because we're giving these scamsters airtime. So it'd be yeah. nice, yeah, just to repay the favour. I'll tell you what, how about this? Listener competition. Email in a gripe and we'll email you back Mr. Yamiego's email address so you can win $10.5 million. <laughs> That's really That's good. a good deal. And yeah. it's not Dr. Um, it's not Mr. Yamiego at gmail.com. It's different. So <laughs> I was just about to check what his email address was actually. You won't guess it. I mean, it's kind of like that. It's a bit simple. Oh, yeah, it's not that hard. It's not that hard to get. <laughs> well, don't, don't give it oh, away. Yeah, you won't gonna... email in. <laughs> Yeah, it actually seems legit, actually. Survey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Shall I do my gripe? Yes, please. Here's my gripe uh, this week. It is cookery book. Oh, no, recipes in cookery books that don't have a picture. Oh, that's a good one. So you're looking through, you're thinking, that looks like a lovely spaghetti bolognese. You turn over the page and it says pesto lasagna. And you think that sounds quite nice. I'd like to see what it looks like. No picture included. You turn the page, they've moved on to Noki. I'm never, in my, just in my personal uh, choice, I'm not going to make that recipe if it hasn't got a picture. Uh, I don't know why, but I just don't want to, I don't know, I just don't feel comfortable making it if it hasn't got a picture. So that's my thing. This I always feel like the measure, if I follow a recipe, my measure of success isn't if it tastes good at all. My measure of success is how much it looks like the picture of the thing that I've just cooked. Mm, yeah. So without a picture, no, I don't think I'd cook anything. I don't I wouldn't cook it as well. Because I, yeah, that's the th- for, I don't think it's the only the meter. It's not the only meter I'd use, but I think it's nice to it's reassuring to sort of know what you're trying to aim for at the end to sort of go in it, especially if it's something you've never cooked before. Obviously, lasagna, everyone knows what lasagna looks like. But if it was, I don't know, a curry that you'd never had before, or I don't know, like just trying to think of something a bit more abstract than just cooked lamb, you can guess what that's going to look like. But it, yeah, I just wouldn't feel comfortable going for it, not knowing what the end product was supposed to look like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I agree. And yeah, you can sort of hold your head high, even if it's even if you have it and it doesn't taste very good or it's not for you. You can at least go, well, it looks like the picture. You know, at least you know you've done it right, whether that's... But then, yeah, like so, I say, you just would never know if, if you didn't like it, you'd go, oh, did I do it? Yeah, it'd always be that little bit of doubt in your mind, whereas actually, did I, you know, was it exactly as it was supposed to? And yeah, be, yeah. being able to see it is a big part of determining that. If it looks like the picture and it doesn't taste good, that's their fault. That's not your fault. If it doesn't look like the picture and it doesn't taste good, that's your fault, not their fault. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just, can I grab a quick, one sec, I've got a, a new cookbook in the sitting room. I'll just show you quickly. One sec. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> Are we supposed to fill this airtime and talk about cook? Cookbooks. Well, I'll write down the time just in case we have to cut it out. Oh, what, Dan, <laughs> don't don't look at his screen. Try and guess what cookbook it is. Don't look. Well, uh, well I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Mary Berry's uh, Great British Menu or something like that. I'm gonna go with um, like 20 minute meals, like easy 20 minute meals. <laughs> I was wondering what you guys want to talk about. I thought you'd be taking the mick out of the fact that I've got my t-shirt tucked into my shorts again, but um, no, we're used like to that, that one now. <laughs> no, this I bought for Caroline, which is the Feel Good Pregnancy Book cookbook. Um, no pictures at all. Not a single one. There's like sort of um, there's sort of general sort of like ones that will say like so chapters salads and soups. It will show you like the picture of a salad. Um, but then yeah, the majority are just. Oh yeah, no way am I using that. Yeah. If I'd known no. that, I wouldn't. Have, if I'd known that, I wouldn't have bought the book. And I haven't used it once because of that. Yeah, I, I, I just think it's 
I don't know. You'd have to be very confident in your cooking. I don't know. I don't know what kind of person would do it, but yeah, it's it's unusual, isn't it, to go for it without a picture. I've almost yeah. had as my gripe for a few weeks now. Um, is when you Google a recipe, you try and find like you think of something specific. So quite often with baking, it is for me, and I go, I quite like to bake this, and I try and find a recipe for it. And you find not just a recipe, but someone's written an article about the recipe. Mm. So you've got paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs of like, oh, first when it was my friend Susan's birthday, I thought it'd be lovely to bake her this vegan coffee cake. And then you have to find out all about Susan and what they did on the birthday. And then 6,000 words down the page, you get the ingredients. And then another 6,000 words down, you get the method. Got a great app for that, mate. It's called Recipe Keeper. Download that. Then so you yeah. go on your page, you've gone on Ella's blog, she's going to teach you how to make a blueberry cake, and then you just click open with Recipe Keeper, and it imports it in there, takes all the bullshit out, and you've literally just got the ingredients and the method. Done. Oh, nice. And a picture, I think that's it. Yeah, really good. And then you can adjust like the quantities as well, like um, it'll work it all out, like half, you know, you, you go, this is a recipe for six, it's only going to be, you, you know, half it, third it, whatever, yeah. Really good. Well, if I'm slightly unresponsive, guys, for the next few minutes, because I'm downloading the app Recipe Keeper, <laughs> that's actually yeah, really good. I want that. Yeah, no, so I agree. With you. It's really annoying those like the whole story, life story about how they make the cake and yeah. Do you think? Um, do you think the troll listens still? Do you think he's enjoyed us talking about recipes? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. Oh, God, yeah. That's the that's the only way to defeat the troll is just to say the word recipe over and over and over <laughs> again until he goes away. Oh yeah, I still never understood that recipe. It's all right, it's quite a nice word. All right, well I've got I've got the the app recipe keeper now. Yeah, we'll give it a try, and you can just yeah just open with or share. Uh, I think you have to share it. I think it's good. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yes, perfect. Share to recipe keeper, and then it just it strips all the rubbish out, and you just get the bare bones of the of what you're supposed to be doing. Thanks, Joe. That's very good. You're welcome. And you can try too, listeners. Hmm, well, this is going to be a tough vote today. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's it. I haven't really got much more to say on it, really, other than that. Just, yeah, I, it was just something I thought of this week. I've got a um, really good cookbook uh, that is just all, all just, like food from all around India, desserts, main courses, everything. And I, I've made pretty much every recipe in the book, except the ones without the pictures. I'm just, I just thought it's a real shame because I want to try it, but I just, I don't know, I just don't feel confident enough to do it without a picture. Have you, you should try, get the ones with pictures, cover up the picture, and then just have a practice. Do I know what they're going to look like now? Uh, that's true. But borrow someone else's recipe, but I'll bring one round. I'll cover up all the pictures. And then you can cook something in it, and then reveal the picture later to find out how close you are. We'll just build up your confidence. <laughs> <laughs> My gripe this week is having a lack of confidence in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's only the kitchen this week. Normally the bedroom, normally, but yeah. <laughs> I just want to apologise for the um, little stump plane. There's like a guy who's <laughs> got a little stump plane and he's like literally just flying over the houses here. It's, like, it's getting picked up on my guy. I, I can't figure out if I can hear it out the window or through your thing. Yeah, I, I hadn't, until you said that, I hadn't realised that I'd heard it, but I definitely have heard it. Yeah. He loves flying around. That's a good gripe, actually. That annoying stump plane that's always flying around whenever it's sunny. <laughs> It's really annoying. I don't know because he must come from where's the nearest airport? Like Blackbush. I don't know. I don't know why I was just looking out. I was just looking out the window here as if I'm going to see. Well, if 
He lives in. He must take off in Blackburn. He lives in Bramley, so he must lie over your house at some point, Dan. Uh, yeah, probably does actually. Yeah. If you wait in the garden, you might see him flying home. Wait, when you said little stun plane, I thought you meant someone with like a remote control plane. No, he's in like a little prop plane, isn't he? Oh, he does flips and stuff. Oh, he does like barrel loop the loops and things like that. Why yeah, it probably just... is Blackbush. Mm. Why does it do it somewhere else? Why's it got to fly all the way here to do it? It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get it. If that's your hobby, like you can't really do it not in the air, can you? But just don't do it every five minutes. Like whenever it's sunny, second it's sunny, five minutes later he's up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just antisocial because if my hobby was like blasting music out really loud, the council would come and say, Joe, you've got to turn it off. Like it's just noise pollution. But you can go up there and do the noisiest hobby in the world, and they go, "Ah, oh, well, it's all right because he's a fucking eccentric millionaire." No, it's not all right. Get out of the sky. <laughs> well, he'll be pretty. He'll be flying pretty low when he comes over here. So I'll try and I'll throw some stones up there. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you get him with a brick or something, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, should we vote then? It's going to be a difficult one for me, I think, today. It's going to be difficult for me, I think. Very good, great group. Uh, good gripes around. First of all, do you think Ed would have liked? Um, picture menu, uh, cookbooks without pictures in? I think it would be 50-50. I know that's his options, literally, but um, <laughs> I, think, I think he would have fallen down hard on one side or the other, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Is he a um, business guy, or does he just sort of free ball? Does he just uh, freestyle oh, spitball? If I hadn't seen 400 pictures of his bookcase in the last week, I'd have said he's a freestyle guy, freestyle cooking guy, but he owns more recipe books than I own. I don't know, uh, nice and forks or something like that. I have a lot of <laughs> John Grisham books. I'm going to John Grisham's. Oh, who's the guy that you like? Oh my god. Uh, what do I like? Stephen King got a few of them. No, what was the one? No, the one that said high brow. It was like the book size week, and you had like a couple oh. of the... Yeah, you got like the Michael Scarn ones. Or... Oh, yeah, Ian that's Rankins. it. Yeah, Ian Rankins. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely got more cookbooks than I've got Ian Rankins, that's for sure. <laughs> Ed's got more cookbooks than I've got pages of Ian Rankin. <laughs> <laughs> I can see though, I reckon some people would like, I could imagine someone going, oh, I like it without the pictures because you just, you're like the excitement of not knowing what you're going to end up with. I'm not for me personally, so I do agree with you, Joe, but I could imagine someone would say that. But there yeah, must I be agree. one person out there. Oh yeah, there must be one, but I, would, I agree that if you're like, if you just like the thrill of what's going to happen, that would probably not be the type of person that would be drawn to a recipe in the first place. You know, they'd just go, yeah, true. Yeah. I kind of know what's in a shepherd's pie. I'm just going to go for it and just see what happens or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's not shepherd's pie check. This podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, so I'll kick it off. I'll vote first. Um, and it's difficult because I agree with both of them. Um, but I'm just going to have to go on personally, what annoyed me more. And I had like this, the cookery book did annoy me. It's annoying me that I've wasted money on it, but I haven't. It's just sat there and it's not doing anything. Whereas the whole um, windscreen wiper thing was honestly like a day and a half of just really annoying me all the time. So I'm going to have to agree with Will Moore on that basis and vote for Joe, unfortunately. That's okay. Um, yeah, again, it is tough. It's a really tough week uh, this week. I am, luckily, thankfully, uh, I'm a vegetarian, so I don't have the gravy problem. And I I just, by rule, do not eat custard, blancmange, anything else that would... I just don't eat a lot of that food. So although I don't like the skin, I don't come in contact with it, whereas the windscreen wipers, as I said, I am uh, responsible for a lot of windscreen wipers. Um, so I'm going to go with Dan. 
Oh, I'm gonna go with you. Sorry. Uh oh. <laughs> well, I think Ed's chosen a really, really good week to not turn up because I think you're both fantastic. I just want to make that clear now. Um, what one do I like less? I think they're both really good. I wouldn't cook a recipe that hasn't got a picture, but I also wouldn't eat the skin off of any food. I do quite like mixing up paint though. Um, so you like the skin? Or <laughs> paint? So. Well, that's, oh, gosh. Um, which one am I going to vote for? I think I'm going to vote for the recipe book one. Yeah. Sorry, I, I think it's fantastic. I think you're both great. <laughs> Please don't shout at me like you did the other week. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah. I feel like he is going to shout. <laughs> no, no, I'm, just more, I'm more upset than angry this week. I just... Any, any other week, I think that's a fantastic gripe. Yeah. The, the, skin yeah. Thing, the skin thing, because that really inhibits, like you can't get to the other stuff without going through the skin, can you? That's no good. That really gets in the way. Yeah, unless I was, was going to buy a, a brand new can of paint every time I used it. Like, I would just never be able to, well, I just can't reuse it because of the skin. It's horrible. But that was a strong week. Yeah, we're still friends. I just feel good. Yeah, I just got it. I just feel like that was a good gripe. Uh, it wasn't anyone's fault. It was just a strong week. And obviously Ed wasn't here. And, you know, that's just the way the cards have fallen there. But. Yeah. Mm. Right, yeah. I should have just gone for saying shit, really. Now I feel, now I've lost. I may as well just gone for <laughs> I could have actually saved that for another week. But. Oh, oh, wait. So well, you, you felt the other one was, was less strong than the cookbooks? The one that you were yeah, considering? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a little bit more. Uh, I could, I could feel a bit more passionate about the other thing, but it's not as annoying for everyone else as the... Uh, as oh. Well, I'll tell you what, Ed's not here, so we'll quickly just re-record your gripe, and then you can use the, the recipe book thing again on the week when Ed is here. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> we your, gripe can be that, your gripe could be that guy on his plane that's flying around. He's gone now, I think, thankfully. He's over here now. I can hear, oh, is he? <laughs> hear out the window. <laughs> all right, that was good. A really good show. So I don't, yeah. um, I don't know how many times I've been Big Baby, I've forgotten, but I think I'm on about six or seven now, maybe even more than that. Yeah, I think I'm, I was 10, Ed's nine, and yeah, you guys were somewhere, yeah, like between four and seven, something like that. Mm. But um, so, I've, um, yeah, well, so I've got, I've got, so I'm going to do Ed's good news. All right, so, go on then, let's have it. Good news with Dan V. It's time for Good News of the Week. Good News. Good News of the Week. Uh, it's, the Dan it's the Dalai Lama's birthday today. And um, you might be thinking, Why is that, what's that got to do with me? Or how's that going to benefit me? Um, and uh, it's his 85th birthday today, and uh, the leader yours. of 85th birthday. Like <laughs> uh, the leader of Tibetan uh, Tibetan Buddhism um, will celebrate his birthday by releasing an 11-track collaborative LP called Inner World, uh, an album featuring teachings and mantras by the Dalai Lama set to music. Um, five years in the making, the project also included a companion booklet. Of course, uh, also sorry, includes a companion book, but according to AP, 
the religious leader recites the mantras of seven Buddhas on the album, discussing topics like wisdom, courage, healing, and children. And an old prayer sets the music for the track Compassion. Um, five years in the making, so presumably they were going to do it for his 80th birthday and it wasn't done. And they just rolled it over to his 85th. Um, and, and then it just goes on and on and on and on about the Dalai Lama. But it's his birthday. Happy birthday to him. Um, and uh, yeah, you can go get an album. But it might be good. Oh, is it what July the sixth, the day of day of recording his birthday? Yeah, today. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to know a good fact about the Dalai Lama? Yes. He's a football he's fan. Do you want to guess which team he supports? Well, it's is a, it it's a, like is it an English team? team? Something, it? It's an English team, and they're in the national league. Is it like um, I don't know if they are anymore, but is it like a Notts County, just because they're one of the oldest ones. No, we've all been there together. We've touched the sacred hallow turf. Oldershot. He's an Oldershot Town fan. Yes. <laughs> when he went, he really? visited the temple. If you've ever been to Oldershot Town, which I'm sure all our listeners have, uh, there's a, t- a Buddhist temple right outside, and he went there, and then he was like, "What's in there?" And they were like, "Oh, it's a football ground." He's been in there. He's blessed the turf. He's blessed the club. Really? Yeah. Do you think he had a bother like me? I don't know if he went to a game. I don't know about that, but I hope he did have a bottle like you. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been there. So I, re- I any good news, any news about the Dalai Lama, is good news for me. Yeah. He's an Old Town fan, same as me. So imagine how, imagine how bad they would be doing if he hadn't blessed the turf. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's but, true. <laughs> but yeah, that was the good news I found on the Good News Network. Let's um, well, John piece thing. Is it? No, is, is it? I hate, I hate John Krasinski's thing. He stole it from us. His thing, I can't, it might be called The Good News Network. I don't know, I can't remember. Well, it's just that. It's just that. Not The Good News Network. It's got no... I uh, no, that, seen that's anything. not his logo. No. No, his logo's drawn by his kids. Because it appears from any, my um, audience. Yeah, I haven't seen any, th- any pictures of John Krasinski on there. So... That's good yeah, news in itself. Hmm. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's the good news. Good news for the week. What I liked about the good news, Dan, is there was no bad news like there normally is in Ed's uh, good news. Which was quite lucky because it, yeah, I mean, it was short notice. It was quite lucky because it was the first thing. I just typed in good news in Google and it was the first result and the first, or the first page and the first result. And I thought that's a good thing to listen to. So there it is. Go get yourself an album. Where can we buy it? Um, The internet. Perfect, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, is it available on Spotify or anything? Because uh, so you said LP, which makes me really hope I can get it as a vinyl. Oh, um, <laughs> let me see, let me see. Uh, oh, there's another bit. A Grammy-nominated sitar player, Anushka Shankar, makes a guest appearance on the album. Ravi Shankar. Charles <laughs> So if you're a fan of uh, Nushka, that's a female name, I believe. So yeah, if you're a fan of her, then that's good. Um, oh no, and it doesn't say where you can buy it. All right, well, I'll check out his website or something. Maybe there's a yeah, I'll see. Maybe must, the Dalai Lama's got a website, hasn't he, surely? DalaiLama.com. <laughs> yeah, just get like t-shirts and big rubber fingers and stuff. <laughs> Glad you said fingers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't think that's his message. Yeah. All right. Well, that will get a new one when he's dead. So that'll be good as well, won't it? 
It keeps on going. It's a title that keeps on living on, you know? Are they always old? Oh, so he's not the only Dalai Lama, isn't it? So he's like, he's like, like James Bond, they just re- like replace the actor. I, yeah, he's so, more like the Pope than James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like a oh, prostitute okay. too, isn't he? Halfway. Well, he's like the Pope, <laughs> he's got guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, well, well, that's good. Really... Good on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good on him. He's doing all right at Dalai Lama, isn't he? Nice. Yeah. And he had a boxing match with Brian Blessed. They're both yeah. boxing fans. Yeah, they boxed one another. Who won? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if they ever revealed that. That's the only point in having it is to find out who wins. <laughs> That's sparring. They won't try and knock each other out. Yeah. If, they, if they were trying to knock each other out, I'd put money on Brian Blessed all day long. Hmm. Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, so that was good. It was, yeah, Shane Med can make it, but he's going to be back next week. Um, we hope. We said that last time. <laughs> but then we were in <laughs> for six months. It took a <laughs> global it was crisis a six, to bring us back yeah, together. Six months of us just going, come back, Ed, come back. And then eventually... We came back. To rapturous applause and critical acclaim. Yeah. So I think it's really important that we mention that um, the first episode we have without Ed, Squidge Pennies, is our currently most listened to episode on Spotify, or on, like, all together on all the episodes. So if, as listeners, if you make this our second most listened to episode, we'll send you all a free T-shirt. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> but like I say, I think, I think it's a bit of a false, it's sort of false data. I think if... If the episode after Squidge Pennies was the most listened to, then you could determine something from it. But the fact that if the episode <laughs> after Squidge Pennies is like so before this, people knew in there. advance that Ed wasn't there, so they went and listened. To it. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, if they listened to it, Ed wasn't there, and then next week no one listens to it. We know Ed's the draw. All right. Well, next week Ed will be here. So if next week's episode, yeah. let's not get too trapped up in it. But yeah, Ed will be back <laughs> next week. Hopefully, fingers crossed. If that fungus yeah. clears up, then it should do. If the, doctor, if, the, if the doctors are right, that will clear up. <laughs> yeah. He's got some very good medical professionals looking at it right now. So yeah. yeah, as long as he uses the cream as prescribed, then he'll be fine. It's not dangerous. It just don't worry. It just smells. It's not. It won't harm. <laughs> <laughs> it just needs to get it gone. Yeah. I think he was really looking forward to using that as his gripe as well. Skin fungus. Well, maybe I'll use it next week. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> You'll have to tune in to find out. Uh, if you want to get in touch, three million big baby at outlook.com. Good show, guys. Bye, listeners. See you soon. Bye. You know what I oh, don't I hate like? That. Oh, oh, yeah, I hate that. Oh, yeah, really that gets on my oh, nerves. So really annoying. Gets on my oh, nerves. yeah, I don't like that. Stop being a big baby.